You're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. I'm Ant. And I'm Carl. What's up, guys? And tonight we are covering Monday Night Raw from March 29th, 2021. It was actually my fiance Dory's birthday, so happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Yay. Um, but yeah, it was a, a pretty decent night on Raw. A lot happened. Um, some good, some bad. Some people said that they felt like they were watching a circus, and some people really enjoyed it. So I guess we will see how we felt throughout the night. So we see um, Drew McIntyre enters the arena, and he's has a target on his back set by Bobby Lashley. Basically, whoever can take out Drew McIntyre will be getting some good money. And Drew was just saying that whoever comes to attack me is going to get a good old-fashioned scotch ass kicking. No, no, no. It was um, whoever, whoever comes to attack me is going to get a title match for WrestleMania instead of Drew. Oh, really? Yeah, he said whoever, whoever attacks him is going to replace Drew at WrestleMania. Oh, that's so stupid. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I'm delivering the wrong news here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, I'm finding this out in real session, in real time, so <laughs> that's my, that's my real, no, I thought it was, like, whoever, win, like, whoever takes him out, like, earns, like, money, I literally thought that's what it was. No, 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 no. he said, he said, uh, whoever takes out Drew McIntyre is gonna replace him at WrestleMania, you're gonna get a title match. Well, we'll go over who, who's that, who that will be later on, so. It was a couple, it was a couple people that, yeah, uh, I'll go over it, but. There was only one that was successful, right? Yep. Yes, sir. So, um, we then go to the Hurt Business. They come down to the ring, and um, he, you know, again, talks about whoever can take out Drew McIntyre will earn the title shot at WrestleMania. And then, um, let me just make sure this is set to this. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to make sure it's all set up correctly. Um, so then, basically, MVP says that no one should take his kindness for weakness, and he wants to set up a generous offer, and then, um, Bobby Lashley's upset about Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin losing the titles, and they basically say this is embarrassing, and they are tarnishing his image, and he says that he refuses to associate with incompetence, and MVP agrees, and basically, Shelton says that Lashley wouldn't be WWE champion if it wasn't for them. And that's when um, Lashley just dominates and attacks Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander and says that they sh- MVP says they should be ashamed of themselves. And Lashley says the hurt business is over for Shelton and Cedric, but the other offer remains to the locker room. So the end of the hurt business. What did you think of this? Like, I know it's gonna go downhill from here, and I really like the Herpes title. Like, lately, 
like past few months I've really been became big fans of them. Like best thing that, that that's been coming out for honestly. Yeah, I'm... I really like them. Like before guy I mean they're four guys, but like actually three wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do too, and I feel I'm so surprised that they cut it so short because they I just. I know, I know. I thought it was gonna last like maybe a year or two. Yeah, me too. So. And I, I hope that it doesn't mean that last year the championship or but that's for predictions. But WrestleMania predictions, so we'll get through that. Yep, we'll get there soon. So we then see uh, Riddle on his scooter backstage. And he basically says that Seamus pissed him off last week, and that's why he attacked him. <laughs> he attacked Seamus with the scooter. Uh, and then Seamus attacks Riddle backstage and lays him out. Then we see <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Well, we see Cedric Shelton, Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander talking to Adam Pierce, and Shelton wants Lashley one on one tonight. If there's anything left, then Cedric wants him next week. Um, and then we see Riddle versus Sheamus. Sorry, this is just kind of like really not a lot happened. And Carlos, feel free to interject whenever you want. Um, next we see United States Champion Riddle taking on Sheamus in a non-title match, and Sheamus got the win after um a big knee strike. And, yeah, that was it. But then uh, Riddle ended up, after the match, taking out Sheamus, sending him to the floor. Carlos, what do you have to say about all of this? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, even though Sheamus got the win, I, I feel like uh, it was there. They have really good chemistry together. It was a really good match. You know, like, I, the thing went, like, through two commercial breaks, but it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I think they fought before. I don't remember, but I know it was a really good match. I liked it. Um, Sheamus is most likely gonna. I mean, they announced it. They said he's gonna face Riddle for the U.S. Championship of WrestleMania. So, yep. another another match added to the card. Yep. So we'll definitely be seeing that at WrestleMania, and we will be going over some of the matches later on in our recap. We the card's s- getting like really stacked. Like a lot of matches. Are it's like, getting two nights. You know, mm-hmm. um, each night's probably gonna be at least like three hours. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. I'm excited. We then see Drew McIntyre backstage, and he talks to Ole Miss and AJ Styles, and they basically say they have bigger problems, and that's the Raw Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. Um, Shane McMahon comes down to the ring with Elias and Jackson Riker, and he basically makes fun of Strowman, talks about how Adrenaline helped him last week with the injury he suffered before Fastlane. He talks about how he's going to beat Braun at WrestleMania, childish like I don't really I don't like this storyline whatsoever but um the storyline story no I don't like it but I know the match is probably a little, a little good I yeah like I think the match it's will like be good they're having it up like uh like something versus Goliath what do you call it David versus oh. Goliath yeah yeah no 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 it's brain, brain versus Braun that's what they're like yeah 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 yes so um the, story, the build is horrible but the match is 
Yeah, there's like really no reason for them to fight except for Shane calling him stupid, which fans do every time they see him. But anyways, um, like that's what they're that's what they're he's been doing. Like, like like they know the matches are gonna be good. Like they think the matches are gonna do justice. But like the storyline has a lot of been into it too. Like they know the matches are gonna be good. Yeah. And then the storyline is like as important. It's not even more. Yeah, exactly. So we're you know we got some stuff going on, but. Then Braun Strowman takes on Jackson Riker, who, of course, has Shane McMahon and Elias with him. Braun ends up hitting Riker with a big power slam. After the match, Elias attacks Braun from the back, and then Shane runs down and attacks him. But then Braun knocks them both out, and he pretty much decides that at WrestleMania 37, he will fight Shane in a steel cage match. So we now know at WrestleMania it will be Shane versus Braun in a steel cage. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's that, so it's gonna be good. Gonna be real good. Um, we I now, thought you were gonna say how the but no. Nah, steel cage, steel, steel cage, which they did with Shane McMahon in 2019. Remember versus the Miz? Uh, no, no, no. I think it was a uh, false count anywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. They did the steel yeah. cage at Money in the Bank. Oh, right. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was, um, he fought, he fought Roman in a steel cage, didn't he? No, Miz fought Shane McMahon in a steel cage at Money in the Bank. Because remember, they fought in the Falls Count Anywhere match, and then they fought in the steel cage. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember. Uh, at that time, I didn't have that anymore, so I wasn't watching pay-per-views. Yeah. I saw it yeah. live and it wasn't that good, but. Oh, you, you were there live? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were at that one in the bank. Yep. Now the Miz and John Morrison are showing the dirt sheet and they're making fun oh, of. God. Yeah, they oh, make fun God. of Bad Bunny. And they basically make fun of him, and they show their new video, Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop. Um, they make fun of Bad Bunny. They make fun. It's supposedly shot in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And they just basically make fun of him. And um, The Miz makes fun of the song, saying how good it is. And they prepare to accept a speech for it. But then Damian Priest and Bad Bunny come out. And Priest congratulates them and says that he and Bunny actually like the video and call it entertaining. He's glad Miz found time to laugh because when Bunny handles him at WrestleMania, he won't be doing that. And then Bunny speaks Spanish and Miz wants to know what he said. And Priest basically says that Bunny said he's going to make Miz his bitch. And then Miz gets in Bunny's face. Priest then says Bunny doesn't need his help. And that's when Bunny knocks out Dave, I mean the Miz with a punch. And pretty much, they Bad Bunny breaks the single artwork for Hey Hey Hop Hop, and they just argue with each other. And The Miz says that Bunny signed his death warrant um, at WrestleMania. So, what did you think of this whole entire segment? <laughs> it was so corny. Yeah. I, oh my God. The, the video was so corny, but the but the um, I like the part with Bad when Bad Bunny trained the job. I uh I liked I felt very cool here, Carlos, because Dory and I were watching the Grammys and at one point Bad Bunny was performing and I was like, Yeah, he's wrestling right now and she's like, Really? And I was like, Yeah <laughs> And so um 
No, this was back in like early February, but um this is when he started to like come like to this is right before he won the twenty four seven title. Or no, he did win the he was twenty four seven champion at the time of the Grammys. But um yeah, so that will be I'm excited to see Bad Bunny. I don't think it's gonna be the greatest match, but it's definitely a way to get all eyes on WWE and we will be dropping the SmackDown recap too, but Logan Paul, there's rumors that he might appear at WrestleMania as well if there's a lot of celebrities appearing this year. I don't know how I feel about it, but it is what it is. Now Randy Orton is backstage, and he basically talks about all the legends that he's faced over his career. And he knew months ago he had to do something drastic to take out The Fiend, so he made a decision to burn him. No man could survive that, but he wanted The Fiend gone so bad he ignored the fact that The Fiend is not a man. And he calls The Fiend an abomination from hell. Orton says that he knows Alexa had him set up for a trap in their match at Fastlane. At least he knows what he's dealing with now. And um, he says that both Fiend and himself are cut from the same cloth, which means Orton will dig down deep and he now knows just how far he has to sink to, into hell to make sure the Fiend is out of his life once and for all. So a lot of talk about like demonic things and hell and the Fiend and how are you liking this storyline heading into, well that promo because there's more to come during the night. But would Yeah, you... best thing to come out of Rock to be honest. Okay. Great. I'm, I'm, like, I'm liking it a lot. I'm not besting that Kim Thurow, but I'm like, like, there's nothing, like, like they can't do anything wrong with the storyline. I'm sorry you were doing really good. I mm -hmm. love it. I love mm -hmm. it. This, this... I like how Go ahead. No, we haven't gotten there yet. I was just talking about Orton's promo before the playground, where he's basically calling the Fiend an abomination, and he says that he now knows how far he has to sink into hell to make sure the Fiend is gone. I don't know if there's any if they if they can go any far. And this match, I think, I feel like this match is the only one that has been escalating since last year. This is the only match that's had long-term storytelling, and I think that's why we're both very excited for this one. Yeah. The payoff, WrestleMania. Um, I think there's another one, though. Is that it? I think there's another storyline that's been like going out for a while. Um, I'm trying to think myself. We'll think. We'll go when I go over the card. We'll we'll talk. Next, we have WWE Champion Bobby Lashley, of course, with MVP taking on Shelton Benjamin, who obviously the Hurt business is no longer together. Bobby Lashley gets the win after the Hurt Lock, and that's pretty much it. The New Day brings some games to Ole Miss and AJ Styles in the back for game night to make sure that they're on the same page as a new team. And then AJ talks about his match with Woods, and he says that they're going to take their titles at WrestleMania in just a sort of silly way um, to sort of prepare. So then they have game night, which includes Jenga, Charades, Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah, now I'm starting to see why it was like called Circus. Yes. Yes, Jenga, Charades, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Uno, Connect Four, and a couple of other games. And Charades is up first, and then Pictionaries, and almost gets upset, and then he basically says he's tired of games, and all that matters is that he and AJ will win the titles at WrestleMania. He says they will show what they were all about at WrestleMania when they become champions. And that was pretty much it. There really wasn't anything to say from that. 
we then. Uh, the only thing I have to say is I noticed, like, I was getting, I was getting annoyed with him because I know he was like getting so mad, like he didn't even say a word, and I know he, I, he was probably like thinking the same thing, like, what the fuck is this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very he corny. Word, he, didn't, he didn't participate. Mm-hmm. It was very corny. So next, we have Raw Tag Team Champion Xavier Woods taking on AJ Styles. However, this match is a disqualification because Ole Miss comes in and kicks Xavier Woods off the top rope. or Well, I mean off the apron. And then he knocks... Well, I'm sorry. He, he kicks Xavier Woods, yes. And then he also, like, catches him and drops him in, like, a power slam or something. He then drops Kofi off the, well, he picks him up from the apron and apron, press slams him and launches him over the barrier into the crowd, showing his powers and how powerful he really is. They pretty much attack Xavier Woods, hit him with a double choke slam, and uh, pretty much AJ and Omis are dominant. What did you think of this segment and match? Segment like the Inver segment, I didn't really care for. Uh, but the matches was okay. It's just um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have too much interest into the storyline. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I'm just I'm just anticipating to see what this guy can do. Yeah, I mean, well, we I don't know if you are aware of this, Carlos, but during Raw Underground, Omis was the um. Yeah, yeah, I know he was, was the ninja. Well. Well, also, he was the ninja. Oh, yeah. That was him. Really? Yeah, so if you want to go back and sort of, like, watch and sort of see, you might get an idea of what he can do, because that was him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember he went to the big show. Yeah, that's him. All right, so now we have... That was, like, early independent era. That was, yeah. So, Alexa Bliss is welcoming everyone to Alexa's playground. She has her jack-in-the-box, and she tells everyone how there used to be... What was it? She tells us how there used to be... How the these used to be called Devil in a Box. Oh, okay. She's talking about the jack-in-the-box. How in centuries ago, they used to call it Devil in a Box. And Bliss talks about how he was weakened at TLC. Orton burned the fiend alive and thought he was gone forever, but he was wrong. The fiend's soul was just trapped inside her fiend in a box. Well, it says you can't trap people forever, and all the fiend needed was time, and now he's salivating at the idea of standing across Orton at WrestleMania. She says that Orton's biggest mistake is understanding what's next. He doesn't know what's next, but she'll give Orton and all the fireflies a tiny little hint. At WrestleMania 37, the legend killer dies. And then Bliss starts laughing, and the little creature pops out. Bliss looks next to her, and the fiend is sitting on the other swing, and the segment ends. That was a really crazy good segment. What, what did you think? Yeah, same. I, lo- I loved it. I love how the fiend like, showed up next to her. It was so cool. The legend killer dies at WrestleMania. I'm excited. We'll see. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll have to see. Um, Drew McIntyre is backstage, and he oh, talks... Okay. Ding, ding, ding for one second. Um, yep, 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 yep. I, yep, I, yep, I, yep, I, yep. I ordered some. Uh, some. Carlos is right. Ding, ding, ding. We do have to stop and figure it out. He's getting me back on track here because I was not ready. 
Before we continue discussing Raw, there are a couple of things I want to go over as we prepare for WrestleMania week, which is coming up starting next week, next Monday, Raw comes to you live April 5th, 2021. Tuesday, April 6th, we have the Hall of Fame with the 2020, that will be uh, April 6th, the Hall of Fame, and it's a Tuesday, and the 2020 inductees include NWO, JBL, and the Bella Twins. Also, the 2020 inductees will also be inducted Rob Van Dam, Eric Bischoff, Molly Holly, and Kane are running out the 2020 Hall of Fame. Then on Wednesday, April 7th, 2021, NXT TakeOver Stand Deliver Night 1 comes to you live on the USA Network. Walter defends the NXT UK Championship against Tommaso Ciampa. Io Shirai defends the NXT Women's Title against Raquel Gonzalez. The NXT Tag Team Champions will be crowned as MSK takes on Grizzled Young Veterans and Legal Del Fantasma in a triple threat. Then on Thursday, April 8th, we have Night 2 of TakeOver Stand Deliver. Finn Balor defends the NXT title against Karrion Cross. Santo Escobar and Jordan Devlin unify the Cruiserweight titles in a ladder match. And Adam Cole takes on Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. That is April 8th, NXT TakeOver Stand Deliver Night 2. Then we have Friday, April 9th, 2021, SmackDown, the go-home before WrestleMania. Then we have WrestleMania 37, Night 1, April 10th, 2021. Some of the matches include Bad Bunny versus The Miz, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks defending her women's SmackDown women's title against the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, and the WWE champion Bobby Lashley. Well, at this point in time, defending against Drew McIntyre. We'll discuss that later on. And then, of course... WrestleMania 37, Night 2, April 11, 2021. Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens. Asuka defends her Raw Women's title against Rhea Ripley. The Fiend takes on Randy Orton. And Roman Reigns defend his Universal title against Edge and Daniel Bryan in a triple threat um, match. Or when you Yep, I'm not going to cover all of the matches today. Those are just sort of like the main matches that everyone's going to be kind of like booking, looking for. But yes, the tag titles will be on the line and we'll be dropping our um, our prediction video shortly. So be on the lookout for that. So let's continue talking about Raw. We see Drew McIntyre backstage and um, Humberto Carrillo tries to attack him and Drew basically sends him away. And Ricochet will be fighting Drew McIntyre later on in the night. And now we have the women's tag team champion, Shayna Baszler, of course, with Nia Jax and Reginald taking on Naomi, who has Lana. Well, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are on commentary, and Lana is with Naomi. And Naomi ends up rolling up Shayna Baszler for the win. Nothing much going on here. Just, just sort of building for the women's tag title match that will probably be picked. Then we see, I, I'm sorry to kind of like sound like all dead here, guys. I just like this Raw was not too good. We then see the contract signing for Rhea Ripley against Asuka. And Ripley says Asuka is the current champion. And she's right. She's overconfident. Rhea is confident enough to challenge Asuka for WrestleMania on her first night. And she's now confident enough to tell Asuka that she will beat her and take her title at WrestleMania. Then Asuka starts speaking in Japanese. And Asuka says that Ripley's confidence is bought, not earned. And she says Ripley has a talent, but she has to learn that she is not ready for 
and then Ripley turns the table over and hit Asuka in the face with it. That's when um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler come down, and Jax doesn't know what's worse, Ripley having the audacity to ask for a title shot or Asuka accepting it, and Baszler says they're both pretty bad, but Ripley is new, and Asuka should be ashamed. And basically, we find out that next week, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler will be taking on Rhea Ripley and Asuka. I don't know why they keep putting the opponents and, like, teaming them up together. It makes no sense. They have the same thing with Sasha and Bianca, but it is what it is. So what do you think about this, Carlos? Honestly, I think Rhea's really disrespectful. Like, if you watched her on, she's good, don't get me wrong. Like, if you watched her on Raw Talk last week, she was so rude to R-Truth and the other guy. What's his name? Um, um, Kevin Patrick or something? I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. I don't know. So what happened? She was just rude. Yeah, she was just, like, rude, like, like, expecting every, expecting them because they didn't really, like, they, they asked her a few questions, like, oh, what's your backstory, this, that? She's like, oh, how the hell don't you know who I am? This, that, all talking and shit. Mm. And she's like, and she's like, oh, you're not worth my time. Oh, oh yeah, she's really like, she's a face, but I like, she's so. She's copy. Gotcha. Okay, now we see Drew McIntyre taking on Ricochet, and Drew ends up winning with a big claymore. And after that, Mustafa Ali attacks Drew McIntyre, and now talk about the part when um, Drew McIntyre bullied everyone backstage. Yeah, I mentioned he was bullying everybody, then Umberto Carrillo tried to attack him, and then he sent him packing. Then we saw Drew McIntyre taking on Mustafa Ali, and Drew got an easy win after a Claymore kick. And then after that, a surprise, Drew calls out WWE Champion and tells Lashley to come and try to finish him by himself. And... He stands on the stage and stares at uh, Bobby Lashley because there's a commercial break. Lashley says that WrestleMania Drew's time's up and it's now time for the Almighty Era. Drew gives Lashley praise and he basically just says that he would be the man in this company if Drew didn't exist. And he said that Lashley proved tonight he's afraid of Drew and the two of them fought. And Drew ended up getting the upper hand until SmackDown superstar King Corbin attacked Drew from behind, and Corbin hit Drew with a deep six. Lashley applied the hurt lock as King Corbin yelled in Drew's face, and pretty much Lashley held the world title, and Corbin stood next to him and looked up at the title. So, guys, it happened. We might see King Corbin versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. What do you think, Carlos? I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't. I think Drew's going to be back by next week. And so... But, um, I am, I am, um, like, I think I said before, King Corbin is growing on me a lot. I'm, I'm like, I've been liking him lately. Yeah. At first, I never really liked him. I think he lacked character. But now it's like, I don't know. It's like something about him is like, I'm liking him a lot. Yeah, I do like Drew. And I think they're going to have a good match. And that was it for Raw. But before we go, I do have some other news to let you guys... No. So on April 9th, which will be a Friday, Friday, April 9th, 
I will be dropping my favorite Mania matches. And these will be a collection of matches that myself, Carlos, and Dan have curated. We love WrestleMania. We're picking our favorite WrestleMania matches, and we're going to be talking about them and recapping them just in time for WrestleMania. So that will be dropping on April 9th, which is a Friday. And also this upcoming, well, yeah, this upcoming Friday, I mean, my days are getting mixed up, April 2nd. I will be premiering the Top 50 Female WWE Superstars Countdown Recap Show. The countdown premiered on the Peacock and on the WWE Network, and I will be going over the list and everything like that. So, WrestleMania is right around the corner, Carlos. It's going to be a good show. A lot of stuff happened on Raw. It was kind of like a circus, but that's how WWE has been lately. But I am excited for WrestleMania, and yeah, any last words? Um, no, that's everything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited too. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great show. Well, Carlos, you, well, I've been needing to ask you this. Um, go ahead. Who do you want to see me and I going? Um, I, mean, I know they've been going back and forth. Back I want to see. Media. I personally. I, I agree. I agree. That's what I want to see, too. I agree. I want to see that main event, but I have a feeling it's going to be Lashley versus Drew, but I do want to see Bianca and Sasha main event, but we'll see. But, all right, you guys, thank you for checking us out. Um, be on the lookout for more stuff. We appreciate you for checking us out on YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you soon. Carlos, do you want to tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm all about twenty, all about WWE 2020. And you can find, you can find our fan page, World WWE 20, uh, World Yep. All right, you guys, stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.